You're clocked out. We're locked in. You're listening to Crunch Time with Miguez and Mesh here on The Game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Man, what a game. Houston Astros obliterate the Minnesota Twins 11-3 in Game 1. Welcome into this very special edition of Crunch Time with me, guys, and Mesh right here on the game, 103.7 Lafayette and 104.1 Lake Charles. Matt Miguez here. We're going to keep you company for the 20 or so minutes between the end of Game 1 and the beginning of Game 2. The Astros had to play a doubleheader today after Hale was in the Minneapolis area last night, suspending the game in the top of the fourth. The sixth inning for the Astros today, absolutely unreal. 11 batters would come to the plate for Houston. They would get eight hits, six runs, four of them being doubles, and then a home run by Kyle Tucker. You know it was a bad inning for Minnesota when Tucker leads off with a home run and then comes back later in the inning and hits an RBI double. I mean... What else can you say? Astros go on to win 11-3. Game 2, like I said, in about 20 minutes here. Producer extraordinaire slash co-host with the most, James Mesh, joins me. Jamesy, what's going on, my man? Not too much. What What about you? What's wrong? What you got? Well, no, it's just about what happened last night. Oh, man, you still upset? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not happy about it. You, you, you're talking about your Celtics, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. What about those Capitals? Ugh, God. Man. Uh, all right. Well, no. We're going we gonna to get into y- y- your Celtics first because how are, how, how are you up 14 with what? Seven minutes left? Was that what it was? I'm going to have to go back and look at the specific score. It was about... I don't know if it was exactly 14. I think it might have been a little less. But I, I'm going to check to make sure. And then and then you you lose. Like, uh, it, and then, right, and it just, so I, I'm looking at it too. You know, at one point, you were, you went into the fourth quarter. You were up nine. You pushed it to 12. You pushed it to 14. With 10-16 left in the game, you were up 93-79. to Peyton Pritchard made a 7-foot jump shot to push it to 14 with 10 minutes left. And you lost. I- I- explain that, Celtics fan. You mic not working? Yeah, I mean, it's 10-16 left. It's 93-79. Giannis and Drew Holiday with Pat Connaughton helping out, you know, here and there. Just kind of bring it back down to earth. You know, two minutes left in the game. The Celtics push it back out to a six-point lead. Giannis hits a three. Drew hits a three to tie it up. Giannis 
gets a free throw and then an offensive rebound by Bobby Portis, lays it in with a minute left. And then the Celtics were forced to foul after a, a block from Drew Holiday. So now, James, Milwaukee's up three to two. And if if I'm if I stand corrected, last night's game was in Boston, correct? It was. So they're going back to Milwaukee. Yep. You can't be feeling confident. I'm not feeling uber confident, no, but I mean I, I know you posted on Twitter saying that you refuse to believe that they're out of the series, and I don't think you should believe that. I'm not saying that they're out of it, but an elimination game on the road? Those are never fun. Oh, man. That's why I said game five was very crucial. Because if you get it, then obviously you're just one step closer. But it feels like... I'm trying to, trying to think of how I would put it. it. You just have less pressure because, well, now you have... Let's say you do lose game six in Milwaukee. Well, you still don't have to... You, you still have game seven. Right. But now that you're down three to two, now you're gonna have to play catch up for the last two games. That's why to me, game four is very crucial because it depends on you going down three to one and or tying it two to two. But to me, game five is the biggest game of a series in my eyes. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I would I would definitely agree with that. Because you could you could definitely worry about going O two or Game four, where it's you could potentially be swept or you go down three one. But to me, if you lose, if you lose game five, well, now you have to either go back home or go on the road, which is even worse going on the road for game six because it's an elimination game for you. You somehow have to beat all the odds. And then you have to go back again and then have another elimination game. That's why you don't see many that's why you don't see many teams even come back from a 3 to 1. Because it's so it's hard true. because you have to play multiple elimination games at yep. that point. It's true. You have all the pressure on your back from here on out. And then in the other NBA game last night, we 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 sat here yesterday and we said that the Warriors were going to close it out. And we were we were oh very wrong. 134 to 95 the Grizzlies defeat the Warriors at the end of the third quarter James the Warriors were down 52 52 and granted they lost by 39 it's not much better but this was the most points scored in Grizzlies postseason history that third quarter was awful 40, 42, 42 to, 17, to 17. That's awful. That's and and they did it without Ja. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is they scored the most points in franchise history in the playoffs without their star point guard. Oh my god! It the NBA playoffs are just insane, dude. I don't know if you can predict it anymore. Because used to you could look at it and be like, all right, you know, we know what's going to happen. Seven seven players got at least double digits for the Grizzlies last night. Three of them had 21 apiece. Yeah. Jaron. Is that... Who's Jones? Uh, Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. That's right. Yeah. 
Was, and then Desmond Bain. I, I, anytime I see T. Jones, I think Tony Jones Jr. And it, no, it's I got that, PTSD. That gives you nightmares. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it worries me. No, I understand. Me. I understand. But yeah, so Jaron Jackson gets twenty-one and eight. You've got Tyus Jones who got twenty-one and nine, and then Desmond Bain pours in twenty-two of his own. Desmond Bain had a plus-minus last night of plus forty-six. Excuse me. What? Kid shot 6 of 12, 4 of 6 from 3, and it was a perfect 5 for 5 from the free throw line. Jaron Jackson was a plus 42. That is that starting 5. The worst one was Steven Adams plus at plus 32. 32. Yeah. Excuse me? That's that's insane. And then Clark had a plus 20. That is insane. Transitioning now to the NHL playoffs. Last night, the Calgary Flames took a 3-2 lead over the Dallas Stars, scoring all three of their goals in the third period to win 3-1. Pittsburgh fell to the New York Rangers 5-3, the Rangers scoring two in the third to win that one. And then you go down to Miami, Florida, where the Panthers defeated my Washington Capitals by a score of 5-3. You want to talk about that one? I mean, I, I don't, but... Too bad. Uh, I figured. So I'm watching this game, and, and the Caps score one in the set in the first, and then they score two very early on in the second. I was going to say, those are pretty early on in the second period. You, I, If I remember correctly, with like 15 minutes left in the second period, it was, yeah, 16-22 left in the second period. It was 3 nothing. And so I said, okay, you know, we, we got a grip on this, right? We're, we're going we're gonna to take care of business. And in the span of the next 11 minutes, Florida scored three unanswered goals to tie the game. And then three minutes into the third period, scored another one. And then got the empty netter to win it 5-3. to three. The Cavs gave up five unanswered goals to... Uh, to lose that one. So they are now down 3-2. to two. They'll go back to Washington tomorrow night for Game 6. And if the Caps win that one, they got to go back to Miami to try to win Game 7. And I have PTSD from first-round Game 7s for the Washington Capitals. The last two first-round Game 7s that they've been in, they haven't won. A little painful. Not even going to lie. Looking ahead, tonight's NBA action. You got the Heat and the Sixers. Heat up 3-2. However, they will be without Kyle Lowry. James, where, where do you where do you see this series going? You never you honestly don't I don't know what to think of this Sixers team anymore because one day one game that you think they're out of it. They have no idea what they're doing. James Harden is completely washed. And then he comes back the next game, and then he, you swear he's back in Houston scoring like 40 and 12. Like, it, and like having a 40 point triple double. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. But then you have these other games where him and Embiid combined for like 35, and Embiid's got like five rebounds for the game. Like, it's, it's like, do, do they know how to play basketball? Like, I'm so confused. You said Kyle Lowry's out again? Yeah. I he, mean, he's going to be out tonight. And it's interesting because. Thibel, Embiid, and 
Isaiah Joe, they're all day to day. They were at least yesterday. I expect them all to play, but it's hard. It's hard for me to see. It's hard for me to see this go to a game seven. So you think it very it very easily could finishes it off tonight. It very easily could, but I think Miami could and should finish out this game, finish out this series. Yeah, un- unless, you know, Embiid does his normal, which is, you know, he's averaging almost 31 points a game in the playoffs. So he does that, and then, you know, Harden comes in with 20-something, then, you know, it might be a different story. But, yeah. It very, yeah, very easily could because we've seen – Miami scores score as low as seventy nine in the series. Right, I, I could I could see Miami finishing it off tonight. Watch us come back tomorrow and be like, well, going to a game seven. Yeah, same same thing with what happened last night with the Warriors. Right, and then in the other game, Phoenix and Dallas game six in that one, they're back in Dallas. Can Luca keep the Mavs alive? Did you see what Devin, did you see that exchange? Of just, or what had happened, I guess, in Game 5 uh-uh. with Booker and uh, Luka? I read about it, but I, I didn't watch it, no. So Luka just kind of had the ball in his hand. He was kind of like looking to pass it to the ref because it was a dead ball. Right. And then Booker just comes out of nowhere and just takes it from him and shoots it. And then Luka just kind of looks at him like, all right, all right, I got you. All right. So I, I feel like for this game tonight, I would probably have to take the Mavs. Suns aren't very good on the road in the playoffs so far. Right. I think they've only won one game, one or two out of five or six. Uh not I don't know their exact road record, but it's not great. Yeah, it's it's not it, it's definitely not because they struggled they struggled in the Smoothie King Center against the Pelicans. Exactly. And then so far they have struggled with the American Airlines Center and um Dallas. In Dallas. Yeah, they've lost the two games in Dallas in this series, and then in New Orleans, they lost one of the three. They so were, they're, so they they're were two, two and three. One. They were two and one in New Orleans. So yeah, they're two and three on the road in the postseason. I think it's going to go two and four. Luca looked like he had that determined look on his face, like, all right, yeah, we're coming back. Especially after losing 30 to him last game. Right. Like, I expect, I expect them to come back. Same thing with the Warriors. Warriors finish it off in game six, in my eyes, tomorrow night. And Mavs take it to a game seven. Mavs take it to a game seven. Interesting. And you said the Warriors finish it off? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Yeah. I could see that. I could go along with that. Once again, we're going to get you back out to Target Field in Minneapolis for game two of the Astros and Twins. For the Astros, it's going to be Luis Garcia. And for the Twins, it's going to be Josh Winder. Winder with a 2-0 record, a 1.61 ERA. He's thrown 22 and a third innings, 12 hits, 20 Ks. He's only walked four. And for Garcia, he's 2-1 with a 3.45 ERA in 28 and two-thirds innings, 18 hits, 28 Ks, and he has walked seven. Jeremy Pena having a big game early on. In, in game number one with three RBIs, can he keep it going? Can Kyle Tucker have a second performance today like he did in game one with the home run of the double? Jose Altuve also 
getting a homer and a double. Now, this is where James and I get to tell you about some fun that we're going to have. Later this afternoon, probably about 3.30, 3.45, you can catch Miguez and Mesh on Facebook Live. We're going to jump on and do a do a second segment, a condensed segment, if you will, and we're going to talk some college softball. We're going to talk the NFL schedule release. We're going to talk about a couple of the games that you know really intrigued James and I. And then obviously tomorrow we'll finish the, the schedule release conversation when we're back to having a full crunch time with Miguez and Mesh at from 4 to 6 here on the game. We'll also preview a little bit of NHL action tonight. And what's going to happen with Jarvis Landry? Everyone's dying to know. Do the Saints sign him? Is James James's theory correct and he ends up in Baltimore? We don't know. We're going to see. But uh, we're definitely going to talk about it for sure. So once again, join us on Facebook Live here in about 30 or so minutes. Also, interesting headline, Derby winner Rich Strike will not run in the Preakness. Which means that he will he, not be able to he do will be a ineligible for the Triple Crown. Oh, that hurts. Our original plan, this is from the owner Rick Dawson. Our original plan for Rich Strike was contingent on the Derby. Should we not run in the Derby, we would point towards the Preakness. And then if they ran in the Derby, they would give him recovery time and rest to run in the Belmont. So they're they're saying that they don't want to push the horse too much to run in the Preakness in about a month. So that's interesting because only 13 horses have ever won a Triple Crown, and some people maybe thought that Rich Strike could be a long shot, obviously, but still in competition to do so. We're going to go back out to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Game two, Astros and Twins. Join us on Facebook Live, like I said, 3.30 or so to have a further discussion on today's sports topics. But until then, for James Mesh, I am Matt Miguez saying be safe, be well, hug your mom and them. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks have the call. Astros and Twins here on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles.